0: G'day, everybody. It's time for another Jimmy and Redder's NRL podcast. Jimmy, it's a very good evening to you, sir. Hello, Mr. Redden. How are you today, mate? Bit sad, Jim. Um, I watched a, tough significant, day today. Yep. watched a fair bit of the um, double funeral of Nadine and Kai McBride app at Rose Point Park in Singleton, and it's pretty hard to take, I must admit. Um, a huge funeral Um I do not know how Graham McBride got through what he did. He is amazing. I was also very upset to see Alex Tagani and see how, you know, how much of an effect it's had on him, Jim, but not a real good day, my friend.
1: Yeah, I did see the Newcastle Herald um, put up some some photos and that looked like it was um, yeah absolutely packed up at Rose Point Park. So I think, I think that's the last of the funerals, which I guess is a, is a good thing. I guess in a way sort of, they can sort of start to move on a little bit, but. The poor people have had to go to, to multiple funerals
0: over the last week or two. It's been pretty tough work for those guys. Indeed. In a uh, Origin affected round 19, the scores: the Sharkies, 36 over the Tigers 12, the Raiders 36 over a fast finishing St George and Laura, 26. The match I'd love to come back to and drill down with Jimmy is the Warriors 46 <laughs> in Parramatta over the Eels 10. Again. Origin affected there. And the next game, a big effect. The Bulldogs 36 over the Rabbits 32. I'm sure the Bulldogs they'll be very, uh, very happy with Sexton playing his first game for the dogs. And then I did catch the end of this last night before the news, the Dolphins getting home with a penalty in uh in Golden Point, 23-21 over the Titans. Jimmy, no real surprise to Sharks and the Tigers. Um I was pleased to see that the Dragons actually showed a little bit of spirit. I know Ricky Stewart wasn't very happy at the end of the game, due to the uh, Raiders taking their foot off the pedal. But at least the Dragons didn't give up. Yeah,
1: four tries in twenty minutes to start the second half for the Dragons. At, um, I was at work and yeah, the, the scores kept coming through and yeah, it was they just kept scoring. And yeah, Ricky Stewart was I'd heard Purdy's press conference on the way home from work. He, he was furious that, that in his own team, he, he wasn't having to go up the referee in or, or anything like that. He was just no. racist, not good enough. And yeah, that would sort of get to a lead and then we're trying to go around them all of a sudden and it just doesn't work. And, and if they do that probably against a better side, they probably get beaten by um
0: by two or three tries. So it's, um, definitely something i work on. Yeah, Ricky Stewart, yeah Ricky, Stewart, Ricky Stewart, who we've spoken about, doesn't mind a sook. He wasn't soaking. He was sticking it to his own team. Uh, didn't complain one bit about anything, refs, St. George, anyone. But um, I think it might be a hard week on the track down there in the cold weather in Canberra. The
1: thing is with the Raiders, Raiders, they're equal third, but because of the bad for and against, it's um, they're actually fifth. So it would have, um, would have been a good chance to get a, another 20 points in the four and against, Tully, but
0: if it wasn't to be for him. Well, the Warriors, Jimmy, who are going to be there or thereabouts at the bottom end of the eight, they've just got put on a plus 36, Jim. 46-10, a remarkable result, Jimmy. Honestly, that's an amazing result. Yeah, Luke Metcalf, absolutely dominant. He um, scored the first try and
1: played in the halves with Sean Johnson. He he was at Manly originally and then couldn't get a run at Cronulla. And and obviously, he's, he's come into there and played some pretty good footy, so... Um, him and Montoya scored a few tries. Mitchell Barnett even scored a double. So it was, yeah, very disappointing. Parramatta, I know, they had a fair chunk missing. But, but um, yeah, to do that at home, it's pretty poor. And, and the Warriors, they're really, really good. And they're just outside the top four. Only two points out now. They actually jumped the Eels up into sixth.
0: Uh, true performance. And the Dolphins and Titans actually probably played the match of the round. It was a very close game up there at, um, at, at Rabina. And a, a reasonably contentious penalty right underneath the black dot. You couldn't have given a easier penalty for a rush out to stop a field goal. Yeah. i tell you what, technically the referee was spot on, Jimmy. He, he was miles in front of the ref.
1: Yeah, it was a penalty, but that's the problem. They don't. It, he's sort of done it at the time where he's going to make a name for himself with yes. his name in the media, but the Titans and, and any in any other game in any other position, and as um, as people outside, as Kieran Foran actually said, he, because their Titan shot was from so far out, does it not count? It only counts when it's goal line defense rushing up. So it's um, she had a fair point. I don't think he was disputing that there was a, that that one was a penalty, but, but the fact that the one about five minutes earlier, not even five minutes earlier, um, wasn't a penalty, or well, they've got to um, just got to get consistent with it and penalize all of them, or or We'll come up with some other way. Agreed. But, um, yeah, pretty gutsy win from the Dolphins, 23-21. 20, Pick the score. or we'll Motz are there as well. But um, Kieran Foran looked pretty good too. Turned back the clock a little bit again
0: and, and the old duck. But um, yeah, Dolphins just too good. And they're sitting on 20 points. Uh, the Panthers and the Broncos are up on 28. The Sharkies, Melbourne on 26. And the Raiders, as Jim said, the Raiders unbelievably, if you listen to this. Their differential is minus 55, and I want to drill down on this because Jimmy made a real good point. They've given up 431 in defence. Now, Penrith, who are on top, 204. You've got to go down to the Dolphins on 456, the Dogs, the Dragons. and In fact, the Raiders have given up more points than the West's Tigers. Hmm. And that is unbelievable, and they are outright fifth. They've got a two-point gap on the team beneath them, but they've just got to keep winning, Jim. And that's your points, right? Wouldn't they have loved to be minus 35 on the weekend?
1: Yeah, it's probably where you look at this. Probably where why you look at the odds and say they're 34, but still sitting fifth. That's um, yeah, that defense is not going to win finals, finals games, especially when they've got to play the Broncos, the Panthers, the Sharks, or the Storm, or, or any of the other sides. So it's something that Ricky obviously has identified. So. They're win they're winning the games that um just to get them up there, but they definitely need to, to, to work on the defence for the last um for the last portion of the year before the final start. If they make the finals, obviously it's pretty tight and congested and Cowboys Manly sniffing around and obviously the Titans, Dolphins, Roosters just a tiny bit further back. Um yeah, the Raiders want to turn it around or they'll they'll get overtaken pretty quick.
0: Oh, hundred percent they will. Um, and they they, they the will the
1: team outside. Cowboys are the team that
0: are outside the eight that That'll take any spot. Then they're looking really good coming forward. Oh well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Manly's got a massive game this weekend at Royal Brookvale, yep. New yes. South Wales, and New South Wales and Queensland Wednesday night. Everybody, eight oh five at Stadium Australia. In for, in the actual seventeen, in comes the mad the mad redhead Horsburgh Corey Horsburgh for. Um, Queensland and New South Wales has got a fistful of ins into the 17. Bradman Best, Clint Gufferson, Cody Walker, Jacob Siafidi, Jake Jaworowicz, which makes me very happy because he's one of the best players in Australia. I'm also happy to see Kaon kaloma um picked. Reed and Campbell Gillard, who from all of his uh, regards is an interesting dude. And then into the 18 and 19 comes Scott Drinkwater, which is extremely well-deserved. Also, as, as well as Spencer Lenu. Um how do you stop Queensland, Jim? They've been uh, superb. They have been just sensational. I'm just, I'm still confused
1: where they're going to use Clint Gustafson. It's, it's, they've had the injuries in the outside backs the first two games, but it's, it's a way. It's you've got a you've got a hooker on the bench. It's, there's it, a it restriction forward movement. Um, Fidi si and Isaiah Yeo obviously there, but it's, it's an interesting one. Leniu sitting in nine-eighth spot. I, I, don't know whether it's an, an option to if, if Freddie is having a good think of, if he does want to use Leniu and, and at the expense of of Gutho, but um, it's an interesting one. I don't know where he gets on or, or how they get him into the game unless there's an injury, and it's, it's hard to cater for an injury. I just guess he's been a bit burnt by the first two games. But, um, yeah, Queensland, unbelievable. 3-0, <laughs> probably the best chance a side's had to go 3-0 for a little while. Um, the Battle of the halves, Moses and Walker against Munster and Cherry Evans. Um, DCE's actually had a pretty good series. He, he, without being absolutely dominant in any game, he's been probably in the top three or four. In both games, so he'll obviously lift the shield again on um for a boat that didn't that they didn't want in the side ten years ago. He's now think, captain of three series wins, I think, maybe four. Um and he'll go down as I think he goes on Alan Langer's record as well at some point for the halfbacks. So it, that's a the, the Bruce Walsh goes out, but Brimson's in fantastic form as well. And um yeah, it's a it's a pretty good side and it's it's yes. gonna be very hard to beat ever now in Sydney.
0: I'll tell you what, I reckon Bradman Best will question, uh, ask some questions of their outside backs. He He's a weapon, Bradman Best. He's a serious talent. And if he can ever get fully fit, he's had a great year for Newcastle. I mean, he's been very consistent. And he's a monster. And he might actually cause them some problems. I actually think the New South Wales centre pair is one of the strongest points in the Blues. Crichton Best, I think, are good play for New South Wales for years. They're very, very talented.
1: Yeah, Val Hose will be, will want to be on his toes um, defensively. Oh, yeah. He's,
0: he's been, kills it with the ball, but his defense is still
1: a little bit, a little bit up and down. And, and best if he gets, he just needs to get the ball in some space. He doesn't, when he's got some time to move and just use his, he's obviously very powerful if he's got some time to run onto it and, and use his space, uh, use his strength. Um, yeah, good luck to Queensland. Hopefully, hopefully we can make some inroads, but. If the forwards aren't going forward, and he gets the ball flat, and the defence is at him. It's it's probably going to be hard work. But um, I think you'll play outside Cody Walker as well. Which which, if you look at South's left edge, it's um, probably not a bad not a bad side to play on um, on Cody's side there. So Teddy, hopefully Teddy gets into the game. He's obviously had a, a pretty rough series, and and if he if he plays poorly again, I, it's the real questions I think for next year with with Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards to take his spot next year. If if he can't stand up this time, I think it's just probably the passing of the baton a little bit there. Um, but hopefully he gets back into a bit of form. Because obviously he's been a been a superstar over the years, and, and he's back in back in New South Wales, back in Sydney. Hopefully he can um hopefully he can find his old form.
0: I, I I'd like to ask you this, Jim, if the Australian side was picked today, or oh, I reckon there's a real chance there'd be five or six Queenslanders in the starting pack. I'm trying very hard to find which of the current New South Wales, eight through 13, would knock out Cotter, Grant, Tino, Fafita, Nanai and Carrigan. Perhaps Nanai. Nanai. He's not as He's not as defensively talented as some of the others. But for the rest of them, geez, Jim, and in fact, your forwards on the bench, you could almost go the Queensland Eight to seventeen, and do pretty well.
1: Yeah, potentially. Nana is obviously one. I think Liam Martin. Um, yeah, Liam Martin's one of the first pick. That I think Jake, who hasn't played all series, um, he's probably your other one. But outside of that, Murray, depending on injury, but that, that'd be about it um, for bench spot. But that'd be about it, I think, at, that, at this point. But absolutely. Um, yeah, Ruben Cotter's obviously a workhorse. Can play can play in the middle and play on the edge a little bit if he has to, but. And Harry Grant, obviously um, the best hooker in the game. It's interesting that he starts and, and Hunt. Um, he's actually named in nine and Hunt in fourteen, which has been the opposite for the first two games. So I think maybe they've won the series. They want to give Harry Grant a chance to start a game and and see how just do do the opposite to what they've been doing um, for the last probably five games. Um, but yeah, it's it's off. Oh, obviously, gonna always tip New South Wales Raiders. So will I. Because New South Wales, but they just hope for a closer game. The, the first game was pretty, it was reasonably close. But the second game, obviously, the massive blowout. And um yeah, I, I'm not sure I, if they're gonna have neutral venues. I think the neutral game should be the game three. Um I think that Queensland, if there's only gonna be one at each ground. I think that they need to be live games. I think the the Sydney and the Brisbane game. I couldn't um, couldn't agree more. Oh, I'd I like couldn't... to go back to two and one and just alternate the third game between them. But if they are going to have the neutral game, let the neutral game be the decider.
0: Um, Again, a play in ag- and play it at the MCG or at Optus and some of these yep. world-class stadia that we've got. No, Jimmy, I think that's spot on. And on to round 20. It's a it's a truncated round. Now, let's go to the buys. First of all, it's at Georgia, Loire, South Sydney and Canberra. All three will probably be happy to have a rest. Rad's will be out there at the Newcastle International <laughs> Sports Centre with uh, Newcastle playing the West Tigers. Good chance for the Knights to put some pressure on the ladder. That's the Friday Cup night.
1: Actually, his brother goes for the Tigers. So it's a a bit of a Radley Cup. bit Cup. Radley Family Cup, yeah.
0: Saturday afternoon, back to Belmore. It's the Bulldogs and the Broncos at three o'clock. Twilight. Now, Jim, um, are you going to get a chance to get this sort does other football take priority on Saturday? Um, I'm undecided
1: yet. We've actually we've got a buy in first grade on the weekend, so I've got to... A morning day, game of of, the, of my team, so it's am a chance of going down. I've been down to the last three home games, so it's um it's definitely a chance, but um, we'll just see if the fridge and a fridge full of beers in my lounge room and Tab Racing Channel might might take might take a bit of preference at lunchtime when I finish footy. So we'll see how we go.
0: I'd like mainly mainly a huge game against the Cowboys. Yeah. That's the Twilight game or the 5:30 game. That's at Four Ponds Park, otherwise known as Brookville Oval. The Roosters are in for a tough game now. And, ladies and gentlemen, the Roosters are going to play now a couple of games at the SCG. I'll explain why in a minute. But the SCG's got the the, – the Roosters have got the Melbourne Storm at the SCG, please note. The Warriors have the Sharks in the early game in the afternoon at Go Media Stadium in Auckland. That's a big game, 6-for-3. That's probably the game of the round. The Dolphins and the Panthers play at Redcliffe at 4 o'clock. And then at 6.15, it's the Eels hosting the Titans, and the Eels don't want to step up again. Now, Jim, the Roosters will be punted because there's a World Championships of Football starting on the 20th of July. FIFA has rights to um, the Sydney Football Stadium, which is what it's being called for the Women's World Cup. So the Roosters will spend a bit of time at SCG.
1: Yeah, the Roosters. Um, I think the Storm and the Broncos. I think have got they've lost their grounds for a couple of months. I think I think the Storm will play at Marvel and and the um, what was the other one? The by uh, the Broncos play at the Gabba, I think, for a couple of weeks as well. So um, yes, and they had a great crowd. They, yeah. they, they had yep. a
0: great crowd there for that Southeast Queensland um, derby as well. So yes, great to see some of the obloid and cricket grounds being used for rugby localities. Fantastic, And, of course, Jimmy and I grew up watching so much football at the SCG. So, um, yeah, Jimmy, let's go with them. Uh, Newcastle over the West Tigers? Just on that point, I'm not quite as old as Redis for, for the people that aren't quite aware. Oh, well, okay. Um, I grew up, well, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Jimmy's less than 40. I'm 55. I grew up going to one of my first memories of going to football, Jimmy's, is a, is a fifth place playoff between Manly and Balmain at the SCG. And there were 50,000 people there for a playoff because in those days, if you, if you finish equal fifth, there was a playoff. Yeah, a midweek and, playoff. Yeah. Midweek playoff. And um, I was down in the old bob stand, which is actually. Uh, stood in the Stand with dad and that where stands actually now at north sydney oval so yes fair <laughs> enough um the sydney football stadium was commissioned in 1988. um newcastle over the west tigers you might can't see the tigers booting him yeah at home um nice well yeah i think the nights and best will
1: um i assume he'll back up for him and cy food he got a backup but um they get Frizzell, who got dropped um Freshby, I think the nights of uh, Friday, the Friday night footy in Newcastle. Hopefully a um, crowd. twenty twenty thousand plus crowd, twenty twenty-five, I think. And good you know, weather I think Knights, this week Knights too, Jim. Well, yep. Good
0: yeah, weather, absolutely. good, yeah, not, good. Not too cold, so it should nah. be a good night in there. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a great place. That is a sensational place to watch Rectangular Sport. It really rectangular field sport is just a wonderful journey. And if anybody who's listening to this from outside Newcastle ever gets a chance to watch a game of footy. At uh, McDonald Jones, and say, do so. It's a great place. The atmosphere is fantastic. Not far from the centre of Newcastle, it's a great place to be. Other not quite the same as
1: to... when they had the uh, the old Hill redders. They were no good when not... I was growing up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or it's 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 not so real good when you're getting you're a Mariners fan going to watch that other that paper aeroplanes. That's not much fun. Okay. Now, oh, well, these it's a great trip. Bulldogs and Bronx set afternoon football. Good to see that back 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 to Belmore. Sorry, doggies, you're not going to beat Brisbane.
1: Yeah, I think um, yeah, the Broncos. I think it's Josh Reynolds is going to play one last game. He retired today, I think. I'm pretty. Oh, I think he's playing New play South Wales week.
0: Cup. I think he's playing oh, New right. South Wales Cup, Jim. Let me It'd just an interesting one. Given it's at Belmore,
1: I thought they may have may have fi- found a spot on the bench for him just to give him that one last farewell game. But um, which I'm, we'll find out tomorrow afternoon, I guess. But um, yeah, probably something that's deserved. They, they even just as a, as a 17, and obviously Sexton and um and Burton in the halves worked pretty well on the weekend, but. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to see a bit of bit of bit of motivation for the for the Belmore fans and and whatnot to to play his final game there and, and obviously get cheered off like he did last time. Um I think when he first returned, but I, the Broncos will probably be too strong there. I think depending on how they get through Origin, Payne Haas I think's a big loss. He'd
0: probably miss a couple of. Well, I think he's out for another couple of weeks. So Yeah, they'll um, get him cherry right for the finals now, Jim. They'll just say, righto, let's put him in Cotton Mall, we'll get him right. And I might add that. When Queensland were at their dominant best, the only time New South Wales won, I think, 8 origins was when Reynolds and Hodkinson were the halves for New South Wales and they tackled anything that moved. So Reynolds has been a good sort of footballer, but please don't ever forget that he was part of a winning New South Wales side. And, yeah, interesting dude, but a pretty pretty good footballer. He's been a good footballer for a long time. Good luck to him. Manly and the Cowboys, this is a huge game. Mm. Manly cannot afford to lose this. But the Cowboys, so the Manly will prop. Both sides have got a lot of players coming back from Origin. That's all I say. Winner can go into the eight potentially, depending on other results. Parramatta
1: or Parramatta and South have both got the buy. No, Parramatta play, but South have got the buy. So they Parramatta drop the game. The winner of Manly and the Cowboys will, will jump into the eight ahead of them. So um, yeah, it's huge. Manly, I think, are wearing the heritage. The heritage strip this week, the nineteen fifties jersey, I think the nineteen fifty jersey, I think the horizontal. Um, bars. Oh, so I was going to say, is it is it the maroon with the white V, or is it the horizontal? Nah, it's the stri- the hor- horizontal bars, yeah, like the Geelong, yeah. um, what the Geelong jersey, the maroon and white. I think it was nineteen fifty grand final. I think.
0: Yeah, um, um, I, I love and Dad's got one because Dad grew up with Droy and Collaroy. Um, I love the maroon with the white V. I think that, and that's actually what mainly Aussie rules wear, Jim. And okay. I, I've always loved that jumper and then of course you grew up well, I grew up watching uh, but the back into bozo's career and Wombat Edie and Terry Randall uh, very famous colors and um, yeah they go a long way back uh Jimmy will be tipping the sea eagles and you know what I think the cowboys are going to be affected they're gonna be a lot of guys who get wounded after origin I'm going to tip Manly in a little bit of an upset um, are, are the cowboys are favorites on sports bet clearly. But I think Manly's got enough to do, them. they've got to, everything's got to align. But I'm going to tip Manly a bit of an upset.
1: Well, I hope you're right. Uh, um, yeah, it's, they've got we have got the Sharks in Cronulla the following week, so it's definitely a um, oh dear. a crucial game for them. They don't want to drop the Cowboys and then go to Cronulla um, three points out of the eight again. So it's definitely um, definitely must win. I think it's a cracker of a game. Saturday afternoon, the five thirty time slot, not normally a um, a good matchup, but I think that will be. And, yeah, definitely can win. It's uh, hopefully the Cowboys' players just want to have a bit of a rest. Um, Ruben Cotter, especially wants to have a bit of a rest coming out of Origin. But but Jake and, and DC, you get through okay. But Ruben Garrick at fullback, um, obviously you, you can't replace Tom. But Ruben Garrick, now that he knows he's there for the year, he, he does okay there. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pick him. I'll, I'll pick him in a narrow one and and just just hope and pray. The
0: Roosters have the storm. Talk about praying. Uh. <laughs> I'll be tipping the Roosters, but goodness me, Melbourne got pants by Penrith, but Penrith's in another level. Um, Melbourne's got a few comeback from origin. The Roosters, you know, I've got a couple as well. Look, I'll tip the Roosters with no great confidence. Melbourne clear favourites here, Jim.
1: Yeah, twenty points. They um, they're going to start to fall off the fall off the back. As I said, the the top eight will probably be twenty three or twenty four points this weekend. If the Roosters stay on twenty, they're two games um, and a lot of for and against out. So it's it's effectively three games if they can't pick this one up. So.
0: I, I'll time say time it right I'll say kick. it right sorry I'll say it right now Jim I don't think my Roosters will make the eight I don't think oh, they're I, I, I
1: agree yeah I agree if they, if they do want to though they're going to have to get, get moving it needs to be probably this week and um, start beating some sides ahead of them because as I said it's, it's mid-July now so they're starting to run out of time um, six or seven rounds to go I think after this one so um, three games out is um, is a long way to make up. You're starting reliant on a lot of other results, uh, but oh, I think the storm. I think the storm win that. Um, no, ten points, twelve points.
0: I think that that's. A, I think that's fair. The Warriors and the Sharks have a cracking game. It's early game. It's two o'clock on Sunday afternoon at Mount Smart. This is a huge game. Um, these are the sort of games that have worried the Sharks over in the Craig Fitzgibbon era, because they they put sides away beneath them, but sides that are competitive with them they struggle with. I'm actually going to tip the Warriors over there in Auckland.
1: Yeah, based on the well, last time I did this, they played South and South absolutely give it to them um, two ways. But the Sharks still haven't beaten. I still think they haven't beaten anyone in the top eight at at this stage. Yeah, the Tigers obviously weren't last week, so yeah, still yet to beat a current top eight team. Um and Warriors obviously sitting in sixth and Warriors will actually go up and join the Sharks. It's the four and against they won't go ahead of them, but they'll the Warriors can move up ahead of Canberra potentially and and the Storm if the Storm can't beat the Roosters. And well, I think the Warriors will win. I think it's a pretty good game. Two o'clock. I go into night shift and there's three games of footy on, so maybe not a whole heap of sleep getting done before I go into work. But um yeah, Warriors. Warriors in a narrow one.
0: Yeah, I think the Warriors by six to eight. The Dolphins host the Panthers up there at lovely Redcliffe. Um, and the Dolphins are coming off a great win, but I don't think they're going to be... I don't think there's going to be too many teams that'll beat Penrith. And in fact, I, th- I think Penrith's going to go... Could very well do something very rare and win three flags in a row. I mean, there's a long way away. But I don't think the Dolphins are going to beat them.
1: Yeah, I think Penrith and, and they have, they've been... They've, well, they're sitting on top of the ladder, but they haven't seemed as dominant as previous... The last two or three years, Penrith. But yet they're still on top, so... I think they've timed it a bit better. Cleary will um obviously come back in a few weeks, nice and fresh and ready to go. So um my bank balance will look very healthy if the Panthers can go three in a row as well. Um with the hundred to one odds starting really? So
0: you, you get some decent odds, did you James?
1: Well, the 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 new the new company better, they had the hundred to one promotion. Every every person every team was a hundred to one and max better ten bucks. So um yeah, so a thousand bucks if Penrith can win that. So it'll be um very handy so if they can just keep kicking on and, and doing what I want them to do. Um, yeah, I think they'll beat the Dolphins pretty um, pretty convincingly. I think the, the Dolphins have, have done okay and they'll gutsy on the weekend, but but I think I think they're just going to stay around, hovering around that 10, 11, 12, 13 mark, I think, for the rest of the
0: year and, and probably finish there and, and be happy with where they finish for the year. Well, they're not going to finish last, put it that way, which is a remarkable performance. And then Parramatta do not want to lose two games in seven days in Parramatta. They've got the Titans. It's a bit of a concern. Gold Coast has got a lot of players backing up. Parramatta's got a few, but I, without any great confidence, I'm going to pick Parramatta purely because the game's being played in Parramatta.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Eels as well. Dollar thirty six is probably a little bit short though. I I'd, I'd think um, they should be a bit closer to one60 odd, but. Um... Yeah, yeah. Parramatta Gutherson um, will back up comfortably. I think I, I don't see, as we said, we don't know where he's going to play, but I don't see him playing big minutes, regardless of where it is, unless there's an injury. So and it's and it's obviously the longest turnaround. You'll get the six o'clock Sunday game, so it's effectively four and a half five days. Um, Titans will get in for feeder and Fafita and Tino back, but but Parramatta will win. Yeah, I think I think Parra will win that. I'd love to see the Titans do it, but I think Parramatta will um, just keep hovering around that bottom part of the eight and win the game.
0: And, all right, well, look, that, that takes us through two separate rounds of putting out origin. Jim, thank you for doing this on a Monday night. Really um, appreciate you doing that on your Monday night. And, uh, look, have a great week and enjoy origin. Let's hope New South Wales can kick some backside and restore some credibility.
1: It'll be very nice, Redders. Um, yeah, no one wants to lose 3-0 and, um, yeah, the 2-1 result we'll do and we'll take that into next year and, and see
0: where we land. We will indeed. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thanks, Redders. On behalf of Jimmy, this is David. Everybody take care. Bye-bye.